chance to do um, anything with the D&D since that's what we do last. Uh, yeah, I haven't played my game yet, but... Oh, you're still doing the, uh, the arena, right? Yeah, the arena. And we this this uh, this time we fought a, uh, a Drider, which is like a, uh, a drow, an elf, elf drow, uh, with... Uh, cut off at the legs with like a, a giant spider body. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, the drow are the uh, they're like Viking zombies, right? They're what? They're like Viking zombies. Those are the same dudes you fight in um, Skyrim and uh, God of War. They're they're the dark elves. The dark. Yeah, that's the. Uh, <clears throat> that's one of the nine realms. Is the dark elf realm? But they're supposed to be like bugs and shit too, usually, right? Yeah. <laughs> There's a. I wonder if I could find it. Have you ever seen like um, you're like the little people or anything? Little people. Yeah. Uh, there was like a movie a few years ago. With Josh there's, Goodman. There's like a. <laughs> Is that I, think what? I think you're thinking of the short people. This <laughs> is a John Goodman movie. No, like um. I guess it's primarily in Mexico. They have like uh, the Twin Bay. I wish you could find the actual recording I'm looking for. There's one that's like from uh, fucking Pakistan. Let me see if uh, you probably got to really look for it. Anyway, um, Twin Bay are like the. Seen, you're familiar with like the the Bigfoot, right? The what? The Bigfoot. Yes, of course. And uh, the actual like species that they say Bigfoot is related to is uh, Gigantopithecus or whatever, which is like a uh, a giant hominid, bigger than a gorilla, maybe like a ten foot tall, like humanoid. Mm. So the inverse of that is like what like Norwegian people and other people can call like elves and fairies, or like like leprechauns in Ireland. Or, like, pixies. Yeah, inverse is like like pixies and stuff are basically like. <clears throat> That there would there'd be, there'd be like a human form that's like maybe like more shorter with like weirder facial facial structures. It's like maybe like a goblin or one day like that's where because goblins have a lot of like history too and like um, like actual like world history. Yeah. There's red caps in D and D, right? Red caps. There's red cap. There's that's that's like a particular type of goblin. We were talking about hot goblins before. Not that I'm aware of, but I don't know all the monsters or anything. Red cap's like a particular nasty type of goblin that carries like a little sword. He's like he's a lot he's a lot gnarlier and like his uh, his little like red cap is red because he dips in like his victim's blood and stuff. They were actually I don't remember what I was watching, but they kind of got into it uh, about hot goblins for a little bit or <laughs> you know like the conversation that we had. Fuck yeah. That. So like the, the the idea is that like at some point like human, human evolution in the past there was like these really like tiny tiny people that like maybe didn't even like live in like houses like we like they like live in the earth like in caves and shit. Mm-hmm. There's a it's so fucking hard to find videos on the internet. I should have put this shit in the folder. Um, there's this guy that hunts Bigfoot that. Uh, that's like been in these caves and you can kind of see like in one of the videos he caught like some eyes at the back it's, that's always fucking interesting eyes at the back of the cave have you ever played around in a cave um can't say I have there's not a whole lot in Texas but I know you got like experience outside of the state uh there's the I think Carlsbad Caverns but I've never had the opportunity to go there I was been, I've been thinking lately like uh you know how your brother has like a bug out bag yeah 
I'm gonna let it bug out, okay? But I was like, there's not a lot of caves in Texas. You'd <laughs> be driving for like a couple days to get to it. <laughs> yeah, that wouldn't be very useful. Well, not to mention like Texas is below sea level, so like if it's in, if it's in like serious chilly, it's not gonna matter where it is in Texas. Like it's going into water. Yeah, most likely. You gotta go uh, east. There's um, a book on the CIA's own website. They just released it this year underneath the Freedom of Information Act request. Mm-hmm. It's called uh, Adam and Eve, The True Story. This guy wrote this thesis back in like the 1950s that um, the poles don't like, you've heard of like pole, rever- pole reversal, right? Where yeah. Where and south change. Yeah, it's happened several times. His thing is that uh, it's not so much a reversal as it's just a shift. So like instead of north becoming south, like north would become west and south would become east. And he said like this, this cycle happens every 6,000 years which is halfway through the Earth's 12,000 year rotation, the axis, this full rotation, like basically halfway through the rotation, the mantle slips loose for about seven days, like in the Bible more or less. Mm-hmm. And, and that's like, as the mantle slips, the cataclysm is in like a matter of days. It's not like a matter of like thousands of years, but essentially like the entire mantle comes loose while the Earth continues spinning in that same direction until it resettles. So the wind and the uh, sea and like the atmosphere continue moving at like 1,037 miles per hour so they can complete their rotation. And then the earth just gets like fucked up by 1,000 mile per hour winds. And then the sea gets pushed up to like two mile high tidal waves that just sweep over the continent and like bury everything in 30 feet of like sand and sediment to create fossils. And this is, he wrote this book like a long time ago and like he cited like a bunch of different um, Places in the world that like uh, you see, have you heard of the Eye of the Sahara in Africa? No. They think it's one of the sites where supposedly Atlantis was because it's this giant like thirty or fifty mile wide, like completely flat series of circles in the Earth. That's mm-hmm. like you would looks like it's almost machined in there. But like uh, if, like when you go to it, there's no signs of like human civilization. It's just like fucking whale bones. Like it was like shoved underwater at one point and then pushed back above land like later, which would be like every you know six thousand years when the Earth tilts more right. or less. <clears throat> but it's there's like certain areas that are um, that aren't as affected. Like uh, Australia is one, and South Africa, which is also like coincidentally where the oldest like human ancestors are. <laughs> yeah. Because like they won't be as affected by flooding or anything like that. The rest of the world will just be like wiped out. Like. Uh, China and India and Asia will all be like, sub, they'll go under the subduction zone because they're already beneath sea level. So like, not just like regular lava, but like actual like hellfire from like beneath the mantle will like consume the continent. The U.S. will be underwater in like for three or four days <laughs> until things can reset. But the thing is, too, is like the CIA knew, like they had this book like censored and like uh, they did a reprint of it in the 90s, but it's almost like impossible to find like a physical copy of it. I can see that. It puts a lot of things into context too, especially when you consider like Bigfoot and whatnot. <clears throat> I think <clears throat> you spend time in the woods, right? You had you got your your Eagle Scout. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, I spent some time in the woods. You had you had like that experience, like you thought you were wrong. Did you ever like a Bigfoot or like a weird animal noise you couldn't explain or anything? Um, most of the woods I was in were, were very, like right outside of Conroe. Yeah. So n- nothing that was like, you know, miles and miles of... Hey, you'd be surprised. Cool. Cause like, uh, I heard a story last week of this, these people like a couple hours outside of Austin that like, they couldn't go outside their property at night because there was like something in the woods that was like... 
kind of a traditional like Bigfoot activity where like it knows when you're alone and like it would throw rocks on the roof and stuff. It's like what animal throws rocks? So like what person at a house that's like two hours from anything is like going out there just to throw rocks on your roof? It's true. <clears throat> you know what uh, Davy Crockett saw in Sasquatch in Texas? I did not know that. He blamed it on some bad pork. Like he wrote a letter to his cousin. Because bad pork. He's yeah, like at the, in the letter he says he's gonna like swear off pork for a day. <laughs> okay. He thought he was like tripping. He thought he was seeing things. Yeah. Okay. He, well, like the Sasquatch like told him some shit. Like it told him like he was gonna lose the war and shit. <laughs> okay. So I don't know, like a, that might have been bad pork. I've seen re- I've seen recordings of people that hear like those weird like those like hooping in those hollers and shit in the in the night or fucking uh you know the Survivor man right Lestrade or did you watch another dude? I never really watched that. You never watched Survivor man? No. Oh, okay. Um, he was like he was like the opposite of Bear Grylls. Yeah, I, w- I want to say he had a little bit more like. His experience was a little bit more practical. Like he would show you how to like, like fish with like you know like a shoestring and like uh like a, a tin can like pop top instead of like showing you how to like filter your own urine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that so he's like he's a more practical guy and like he had two or three experiences with like Bigfoot just because he like hung out in like rural Alberta or something mm-hmm. and he kind of went off the reservation. Now he's like a full blown like Sasquatch weirdo. Ah, fun, fun. Um, I don't know. That's cool. If if you want to survive in the woods, you 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 need good clothes, good boots. Have you ever heard of uh, Dave Politis and the missing four one one? No. He's kind of on coast to coast, and a lot, but uh, he does a lot of research into disappearances that happen in national parks. Okay. He uh, he was like a Bigfoot guy for a while, but he kind of got off on this like missing a national park thing because the government doesn't keep a registry of it, and you can't get the information, and which is kind of like ridiculous because you know if you went to like um, like Harris County or Montgomery County Police Department, they could give you a list of like missing people from like this time frame to that time frame. They don't give you like a short off or tell you it'll cost like you know five hundred thousand dollars to put together that information. Something ridiculous. Five hundred thousand. He goes through all these cases and he finds like uh, these weird like patterns like um, a lot of the times it's like young kids that go missing in the forest and they find like they find their clothes but not the kid or all the bodies they find don't have shoes for some reason and there's been like two or three instances where like uh, it happened like within the last year where like a little kid will get lost and they'll be found like four or five days later alive and we'll say they were with like a bear or something for the whole time. I was like, this doesn't make a lot of sense either, because, you know, like, a bear that comes across a kid is probably just going to eat it, because it thinks it's a cow. Hmm. There, have you ever heard of the... some Russian, uh, Dothlov Pass? Yeah, the Dothlov Pass and some... Yeah. They're saying they think that might have been a Yeti, too, because, uh, everybody was, like, an experienced, uh, you know, camper, especially in, like, that type of environment where it's, you know, below zero. Yeah, and there wasn't like a lot of reason for them to like just break out, like cut their way out of the tent and like run, unless it was like something obviously that they needed to get away from. That's true. That's a <clears throat> that one's always been interesting. Russian, Russia's fucking crazy though, especially like, uh, Siberia. There's like uh, they had the the Tunguska event, that big meteor explosion. Yep. There's something called the the Eagle's Nest there too, which is like this giant um, pile of like 
like, uh, what's that, uh, that really hard rock that the pyramids made out of? It's like... Limestone? Yeah, there was limestone or granite. granite. Yeah. It's like a big, like, granite pile, and it's like, uh, it's like 5,000 miles away from nothing. <laughs> and it's like this big, like, uh, like... 30, 40 foot high pile, and it's like com- like completely radioactive. Like if you get near it with like a uh, like a compass, the needle just like goes nuts. It's like what the hell is buried in this underneath all this fucking rocks? Hmm. I've seen all kinds of stuff too, though. Um, even on YouTube, there was a uh, there's a lot of stuff that goes on in Egypt. They don't tell you about this one guy was uh, hanging out and he went on like a tour and he showed you like they went to the Temple of Isis or something, and there's like a spot where they had moved one of the, the sandstone tiles. Like underneath it, there's like another pillar. It's like that's not the top of the monument. There's like something underneath it. I think there's like uh, that's something that happens in Greece too. Like all the ones in Greece and Rome that they think the Greek the Greek and Rome's built are actually like built on top of like even older structures than that, which would which would tie back into like that thesis like or it's just like wiped clean every six thousand years. Yeah. Like that's why uh, <clears throat> that's why it gets kind of like to the point where you can't really like. You can go so far back into the Earth's history, but once you start factoring in like these big, like these big, you know, 30, 40 foot mile tide changes that, you know, wipe out civilization in a couple of days is like, some of the stuff is like underneath the sea and some of the stuff is like 60 foot underneath sediment now. <laughs> They're just now starting to, to move into the field of like, um, I guess you would call it aquatic, um, Aquatic archaeology, sub submarine archaeology. Maybe. Um, yeah, under underwater archaeology. I, I got you. I get, I get what you're saying. That's fucking insane. Like, how do you even do that? How do you dig shit? <laughs> I I I don't know, man. This That's gotta be hyper frustrating. Like, cause you have to dig in regular rock. Like, regularly you have to do it with, like a brush, but imagine like a current. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 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 we just. Uh, well, I guess we gotta keep digging. There's all kinds of like crazy shit in the sea too. Though. Like yeah, they really don't have to go too far off world. I, I wouldn't be surprised if there's like something going on beneath the surface of the ocean, dude. Have you seen the? Uh, there's like some navy submarine UFO pictures. There's supposedly like uh, look at this shit. These are supposedly filmed from like a uh, some subs in the 1970s. And these are all taken like like thousands of miles off the coast. Look at that. Oh shit. I forgot about this one. This one's even got like a little fire or something going on in it. Look at all that fucking smoke. Dude, that shit my fucking pants if I was in the submarine and I saw it coming out of the water. That's like miles long. Yeah. A fucking parrot like a pit that's a fucking odd shape to be coming out of the ocean. There's even like a whole, uh, oh Jesus, dude. There's a whole category of like unidentified submerged objects. There's so much fucking crazy shit. I think, uh, oh man. I think it's about to come out, dude. I don't think they can keep um, too much of this covered up. Also, uh, we talked about this last time. There's like those seven stages of disclosure. Yeah. We're at acknowledgement right now. Yeah. So some, someday we'll get to the point where they talk about like this type of stuff. <laughs> the fucking weird shit. <laughs> I have no clue what the cigar shaped crafts are, but they've seen these like forever. There's a guy that wrote a real interesting book back in the, the 80s called The Rainmakers of Saturn, because they've seen those like 
really like oblong, like cigar shaped crafts. Mm -hmm. They've seen like miles long ones observed in like the rings of Saturn, and it looks like they're actually like leaving the material for the ring. That's why they call the fucking ring makers. Interesting. They're showing up in uh, photographs for the. They have that satellite they constantly watch the sun too. Mm hmm. These guys are showing up fucking everywhere, dude. I need to get back out and film some more shit. It's always, uh, <clears throat> it's kind of weird when you go and like get really into like watching the sky. I don't know, for the long, cause for the longest time when I was a kid, I would look for that type of thing and just not see it. And then like something real significant changed within the past like year or three. And I don't know what it is. You're older? I guess. Maybe that's part of it. I think it's probably just because I have like a camera that's at the right, you know, shutter speed. Because I wouldn't see it without it. I wouldn't even know it was there. Mm -hmm. But it was like, well, what made me like point it at the sky and just take like random like recordings too? It was like, it's kind of weird. Intuition. It's, uh... That's why I was asking like, if you ever had like a weird experience in the woods, did you ever feel like you're being watched, let's say? Um, not really. Usually I was always with other people. Even that, though, sometimes if you have, like, a certain level of awareness, you can kind of, like, pick up on stuff other people don't. I've been in those types of situations before where, like, something's about to go down, but nobody in the group knows it. That's true. Okay. Uh, but, no, I, I, I don't recall anything like that. Ah, shucks. So. I think, uh, I think you would make a good ghost hunter. You seem like you got the, the right kind of, like, kind of nature that's, like, observant and, like, aware of stuff. I try to be. Have you, ever looked, have you ever considered that, like going out to like a spooky location? You went to Enchanted Rock, right? Yeah. Enchanted Rock's supposed to be one. Um, I haven't heard anything about that. Supposedly, like, uh, sometimes during the night you can hear like screams and shit, but they say it's like the, the rock pulling down or whatever, like the wind gets trapped in the cracks or something. I don't know, I haven't been yet. I don't recall anything like that. Nobody I've talked to has, Yeah, nobody I've talked to is like, oh yeah, like it's a big old like thing. But supposedly like a bunch of Indians died there. I haven't done a lot of research into it. I can believe that. Texas. There's a... Uh, the fucking, um... The Indians around Houston were pretty interesting too. The, uh, the people that lived here, they're all wiped out, but there were the, uh... There's a certain type of tribe that they would live kind of up here in this region, around like the, um... The winter months, or they would live here in the summer when it was basically, you know, too hot to be down on the coast. And then during the, uh, also like all the shellfish and shit dies in the bay once it hits like 106. <laughs> but uh, during the winter, they would go down to Galveston and just live in like beach huts and, you know, like fish oysters and cat catfish all year. Like, they're such a fucking dope, like, before AC or anything. I guess you have to watch out for crocodile and alligators a lot more, though. Eh, that's why you got spears. <laughs> You, you, you send the young ones out first, and once they get eaten, the croc the, the alligators or crocodiles will be full. Yeah. And then you go out there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I've had a... Uh, you've eaten alligator before, right? I believe so. <clears throat> yes. I've only had it fried. Uh, I'm not too much of a connoisseur. Yeah, it, it was fried. Um... And I'll have to use the old adage, it kind of tasted like chicken. It's like really clean chicken, like like clean, chewy chicken. Yeah. Squid gets a bad rap too. I've had... Um, Squid? Squid's great. Dude, they, at the, the brick house, they used to have the... Um, what's it called when it's fried? Calamari? Well, I believe calamari is like the little, you know, the O-rings. 
They would fry the O-ring, but they would throw in some tentacles too, and like put in some jalapenos and like this really nice salsa to dip in. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah, fucking nice. I wish I could fry a calamari like that. You can make fry daddy. All you gotta do is get a fryer. Mm -hmm. That's like next level living when you got a fryer, like take your tater tot game to the next level. Tater tot, fried tater tots. Supposedly, um, I'm gonna try this for Christmas. Like, uh, if you take a potato and you dice it up and you throw it in cold water for like 24 hours, pulls all the starch to the surface. You still gotta double fry it to give it like that crispy, like restaurant coating. Mm -hmm. That's how they get them where they're all like soggy in the middle, but you know, hard on the outside. That's the best. Mm, hell yeah, dude. Best French fries I've ever had was when my brother and I, several years ago, I think it was like, uh, 2012, 2013, we went to Dallas, Texas, and we went to the In-N-Out Burger that opened up that month. Which one was it? Uh, it, it was only one up in Dallas, as far as I know. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that that same one. Uh, it, it was it, that that day. Those were the best fries I ever had. I, I went to one in California, and the fries were soggy. And so I, I but the the. Which part of California did you go to? Um. It would have been somewhere between Los Angeles and Santa Barbara. It's just like a shitty smelly smeller Houston. I mean, it's got the beach, but like, like you were saying, like the fries are soggy. When I went there, like me and Megan went to get some enchiladas and they fucking sucked. Like they were not good at all. Everything closed at like eight o'clock too. It's like, what is this? Like I can get, I get Mexican food till like four in the morning in fucking Houston. Yep. The one thing I didn't get to try was the uh, the Chinese food, but I mean, like, I, like San Francisco did not leave a good impression. I was like, it's cool, but like, it's like real expensive, and it's like it doesn't mean you have a personality just because you live there. Yeah, it. it I, I had fun when I was there, but that's my whole that's my whole team's take. That's what uh, Jared said too. I'm like Daniel likes <laughs> it. Well, D Daniel's crazy. Um, yeah, Alright, we ran, uh, we got like 22 minutes, we just call it now so you can get home. Appreciate okay. you stopping by, though. Okay. Hey, always. Yeah.